Hi everybody, welcome to the Business Owners Club podcast. My name is Gary and I am the creative director here at Capital Content and I will be today's host for the podcast. Uh, The Business Owners Club is a a bit of a a hub or a knowledge share to help people um, go from unemployed to self-employed. We want to talk about all of the challenges that business owners encounter and hopefully uh, people will be able to learn from those challenges that we've had to overcome uh, and then start their business on the good foot and today i'm very happy to announce that i have brendan roberts all the way from new zealand brendan how are you very good gary how are you oh good thank you i can see from your video that we're currently recording that it's lovely and sunny obviously it's probably like 20 plus degrees right yeah, it's 26 degrees and it's been a beautiful day very sorry to say i know the, um it's the opposite of what's What's happening there at the moment, but um, yeah, just coming off the end of our summer break, most of New Zealand is just uh, is still creeping back into work after a couple of weeks off. Cool. Um, Thanks. Yeah, yeah sounds great. Um, before, <laughs> before we crack on, um, I hear that New Zealand are currently doing this thing called um, public gatherings. I mean, public gatherings yeah. here, I have, you know, I, I mean, they've been, yeah, they've been outlawed for what seems like 100 years here in the UK. Uh, so how how are these things called public ga- gatherings? They are, they're amazing. You know, it's it's really, you know, just right space, right time to be living in New Zealand. You know, I, I spent 10 years in the UK, uh, love the place, but uh, moved to New Zealand a few years ago. And, um, you know, the, they've just dealt with um, the virus so well here, so kind of, locked down hard and early protected the borders and stopped it and honestly um, other than international travel um everything is back to normal so you know there's, there's music there's gigs there's sports there's uh you know everyone's back at work uh restaurants are fine so there's actually no community spread at all yeah amazing uh, you know so as long as that continues and you know it's, it's it's hard to make any of those promises and everyone's kind of trying trying their best to uh to keep be vigilant yeah. um but yeah it's, it's pretty much back to normal again which um which is yeah. fantastic my facebook feed is full of rhythm and vines northern base fifty thousand people in a field rubbing shoulders and i'm like god yeah. did that ever happen to like <laughs> it just seems so long because we're a full national lockdown right now we're, not, we're only allowed to yeah. leave the house for like an hour each day for exercise we, we're not allowed to socialize like two girls got a fine 200 pounds each socially distancing walking in a park holding a cup of coffee but because they had coffee in their hands it was classed as a picnic and therefore socializing and not exercising so they got fined 200 quid and sent home so it's yeah it's becoming like minority report it's nuts um so yeah obviously yourself business owner who are they What, what what do they do Business owners, well, uh, it's uh, probably a, a slightly strange breed at some times, but um, like I, I, you know, we, we've known each other for a while, Gary, and um, I, I went through a bit of a, um, you know, a corporate journey myself. So I've worked for for big companies um, in the UK, and I've worked for big companies like Vodafone in New, in New Zealand. So you know, when you say who's a business owner, and is there a typical business owner? I don't know that there is one. I think there's a, there's a point in time where you know that's the right time to try and give it a crack um you know the you it might be younger whilst you're younger and and prepared to take some risks yeah um that wasn't me uh it was more you know i'm in my 40s um and this is my second company that i've co-founded right um but you know it wasn't until after i'd kind of 
learned a lot of lessons in business and, and worked in some of the corporates and maybe got, got a little bit of a bit of a personal runway in order to take some financial risk and then kind of jumped into it and, and had a crack at it. Yeah. And, and uh, risk yeah. is the big thing, right? So Ada, that's that's the current business, right? So who are Ada? Ada. What do they do? So Ada is, um, is is a digital financial assistant for small businesses. Um, what we're building is, is is really difficult to build, and it's um, it basically think of it as if you run a small business, it's a um, a digital financial assistant that it plugs into your accounting and your point of sale and your payroll and your website, so Google Analytics, your social media. It basically ingests all that data and then. Um, we've trained Ada to answer questions that you might have about your business. So you can ask things like, you know, who owes me money? How much money do I owe? Right. Uh, what's my website traffic for yesterday? What's my top selling product? Um, you know, those kind of questions and Ada understands and gives you an, an answer immediately. So it's a mobile app. Yeah. Um, and, and our goal is to help small businesses uh, become more successful. Unfortunately, right. not available in the UK at the moment. We're, we're still testing it in New Zealand and Australia. Um, but, uh, you know, still very, very early stage for us. Um, and when you say early stage, actually, you've been around probably a couple of years already, right? Yeah, yeah. So again, I guess um, different measures for different businesses. So some businesses are, are quick to get going and get revenue and off you go. Yeah. What we're building is really hard. It requires a, a large team of people training lots of AI, lots of data sets. It takes years to build and get right. So we've yeah. got to, the risk profile is quite different. It costs us millions to get it up and set it up and, yeah. And train it and, and, and things before we can start to generate revenue. So and lots of very, flights very to the US to generate exactly. seeding and all that kind of stuff, right? Lots of investor conversations, lots of VCs, um, you know, and, and, and all the way around and, and partnerships as well. We we we, in, we integrate to QuickBooks and Zero and Square Point of Sale and Google and we you know we plug into Google Assistant and Alexa and so we, we have lots of partnership conversations with a lot of those tech companies. You've got a great idea for a podcast. You've recorded it on your phone or you've used our podcast creator pack. But now you want it on Spotify for everyone to listen to, right? Well, for £199, VidPix will make it happen. Use our basics guide to get started. Then record up to four episodes using your phone, upload to us and we'll do the rest. We'll add a professional jingle, make sure it sounds great throughout, add custom artwork, and send back a link to listen on Spotify. So, what are you waiting for? Make it happen. Amazing. So let's talk about the investment side because we've not really had this conversation before on uh, the Business Owners Club podcast. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the businesses we've spoken about, they've kind of bootstrapped themselves, right? Uh, and it's been, you know, well, not homegrown businesses, but it, it, it's not been kind of these big tech platforms, you know, that the, the Ada is, right? How how was that? Like, what was the first stage? What what would you recommend to people if they've got this kind of app idea, quote unquote, or you know, a tech platform that they want need investment in? What what should be their first step in trying to acquire uh, Asian investors or investors in general? Like, I think the the one of the important rules I believe in is is just you know don't take investment until you um, until you really need it. So if you can bootstrap it especially until you can get it to a point where you validated the idea and you've got customers and feedback and then go for investment. That's, that's a better approach than um, just, you know, get investors off, off an idea and off a deck. Um, it's possible. It's totally possible to do that. 
But um, you know, you, w when you're doing this, every time you raise money, um, you're obviously selling a percentage of your business yeah. um, and you, you, you're diluting. And so what you want to try and do is dilute as little as possible to-, um, to That's, that's uh, funny you say that because some people say, don't worry, keep 51%. Like you look at, uh, oh man, I forget his name, the managing director of Social Chain. He's like, don't worry, sell 49% of your business. Don't worry about it. As long as you've got 51, it's okay. Get as much money as possible. Whereas other people are like, no, you know, don't dial in it. Only sell 3%, keep keep control. I, I It's not necessarily about control at, in the first capital raise. What, you know, if you don't ever need a raise again, then sure, sell 49%. Right. But the chances are when you're building a software company, if it starts to work and if things start to happen, what you're going to want to do is raise again and raise again, right. raise again. Keep to some of your cars to your chest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, what you've got to be thinking about is in three raises time, in three capital raises time, will I still have enough to control the business? And actually it's not necessarily even at that point about control. It's the, the VCs. Let's say things go really well and you are, you're absolutely skyrocketing yeah. and you want to go to VCs and you want to do a $50 million raise um, and, and, you know, at, at whatever valuation, the VCs are going to look at your business and say, um, do you have, as a founder, have you still got skin in the game? Are you still going to be interested? If we invest $50 million in your business or $100 million in your business, do you still have enough that when you've diluted off to that chunk of a round, that you're still going to have skin in the game. So they right. want you to have. Good. So it's just yeah. as much about the person than it is yeah. about the product, right? It's, it's you know, it's, it, they're it's, investing in you, uh, you know, people buy from people, you know, okay. overused phrase, but they're, you know, actually, and, and that probably goes down to the brand of the owner as well, the personal brand of the owner, because if you're a bit of a dick, they're not going to invest in you, regardless of how good the product totally. is, right? Totally. That's that's why um, second time founders, third time founders raise money much easier. That's why people, you know, if you look at, they're all you always get these headlines of, of entrepreneurial folk who've made it in their twenties. That's yeah. it's an exception rather than the rule. Most successful companies that have raised money and gone on to do bigger things, most of those founders are in their forties. They've done it before. So yeah, um, you know, it's it's it is a lot about investing in the person until such time that the business has proven itself. But in the beginning, when you're talking to those angels and you're talking to the VCs, it's an idea, it's a concept, it's unproven. The product market fit is probably not there. Yeah. And so it's very much, do I believe this person can execute? Yeah, sure. And, and, and longevity. If you make 50 mil in your first three years, are you still going to be around or are you going to sell your other 51% to somebody else and go sit on a beach in NZ somewhere, right? <laughs> Totally, totally. What's what's the exit? What's the exit, exit strategy? Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. challenges. Obviously, you know, second time founder. You know, you, you you've probably experienced huge growth uh, in terms of probably personnel, revenue. You know, even just issues. You know, bugs that you got iron out technically as well as emotionally. What kind? Yeah. What what has been a challenge for you over the past however many years and months of, of being a founder? Well, I mean the two very different businesses the previous one to ada but i'll talk about ada because um that's here and now yeah. and it's kind of um you know you, you mentioned huge growth and revenue and people and things like that you know covid uh, and i don't want to make everything i'm sure a lot of your other um podcasts have been about covid as well but covid was a massive problem for us um you know, i guess it, because it destroyed... you, the majority of your users are retail right totally retail hospitality small businesses yeah. who had to stop trading um, 
and and not only that we were we were our revenue was coming from them but also our revenue was coming from enterprise uh partnerships like banks um and other tech companies sure. that were um we were working on deals with them they were paying us money because we could help their small business customers we could add value to their small business customers yeah. and when COVID hit all of those deals evaporated literally overnight and our revenue just disappeared you know from all sources um yeah. there's a, a so so 2020 was a um one hell of a year trying to survive um, and get over the business trying to keep our people you know we did things people took voluntary pay cuts we we, well, we, we said to them do you mind and they all said look we'll just we'll just take it yeah and so they took pay cuts um the, the new zealand government um rolled out a a, um, a wage subsidy immediately they, they were really fast and that's what's that's why we're alive today yeah is we were able to um you know take advantage of that the money hit the account pretty much straight away um it bought us enough time they rolled out follow-ups on those we took them it bought us enough time to then um raise a decent capital raise just towards the end of last year 2020 right so we got a strategic investor that came in at the end of the year and and um basically wow, how was that how was that conversation speaking to an investor towards the end of covid 2020 uh yeah. saying that hey our revenues have dropped to zero you know and because not only have you got to say please we need the money but also you've got to say this is what we're going to do not only in the next six months but actually how we're going to avoid a another pandemic in 10 20 years time right absolutely and 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 even more so on that was all of it was done on zoom and they're not in new zealand so it was a different country yeah um the investors were from australia and so we everything was done digitally and and they actually moved really really fast so yeah it was a tough conversation and i think you know what we we still believe what we're doing adds lots of value to small businesses not only in australia and new zealand but around the world yeah. we just haven't had the opportunity to get there yet and um and they could see that they could see the value and um as a strategic investor what they were looking at is how do we get in now um and and, and i guess buy a percentage of this business help them scale yeah and then over over time um their investment would be worth you know 10x or whatever whatever the number is that they're looking yeah for. right so i um, guess you know, that, really that, what, what helped you was your belief in your own product you believed Absolutely. that you could help small businesses grow and actually that's what small businesses needed they needed that yeah. support to grow and that's actually probably a prominent product more so than any other right correct and the irony is um you know businesses need to digitize and and um and the businesses are generating a lot of data through those digital tools through yeah. your website traffic and your social media and your point of sale and your your and, accounting, yeah, they're, and they're not using that data correctly, right? Or they don't know how to because it, so. because they, they know how to make a flat white, but they don't know exactly. how to use big data. That's right. And so, ironically, um, COVID actually accelerated the digital acceleration, which actually accelerated the demand for something like Ada. Amazing. Um, and so, on one hand, it, it really hurt us, but on the other hand, um, these strategic investors are suddenly like, "Holy crap! This could actually. Yeah. This is where this is. You know, this is how we can start to." To help small businesses recover from something like COVID, yeah, and we could see it in our data. We could see what happened to these businesses in real time, like uh, you know today. Yeah, um, by the minute, they, they yeah. just dropped off a cliff. Um, but their costs didn't. They, their costs stayed up, mm. and their revenue fell off a cliff. And and um, you could see the questions that they were asking Ada, which was you know thing you know usually around cash flow and things like that. And then when they came back out of the, out of COVID and started to trade again in New Zealand, yeah. 
there are no more patterns. There's no more running running your business with your gut anymore. Instinct and intuition is gone. Yeah. The questions that we're asking Ada are like, yeah. Yeah, totally. It's like, what's happening today? What's happening right now? What's yeah. my revenue so far today? Um, and, and it's all the here and now stuff. Yeah, and I guess so, from an investor perspective and a financial institution perspective, they also get to see a snapshot of at industry level right yeah. now. They get to see, Absolutely. oh, coffee shops are down or hospitality is down 5% or in, in a real time. And they get to make better business decisions Correct. By using that data as well, you know they can say, Correct. "Oh, well, we need to invest more in hospitality, or we need to invest more in retail," because they can see costs going up, revenue going down, or margins going down, for example. So, I yeah. mean, it's it, yeah, it's it's amazing that it's come out stronger, which very few businesses have at the other end of COVID, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was a real big win for us. But um, you know, when your your original question around challenges, you know, it was a real tough year. We um, you know, it was super stressful. So when you ask again, you know, who's a, who, who is a, um, who's a founder? What are you, what kind of person is that? Yeah. You know, it's, it, it depends on the business, but what I will say is um, it's absolutely not for the faint hearted, you know, things are going to get tough. You are going to have to work really, really hard. Things will never go according to plan. Yeah. Um, and... but, 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 but I understand that though, you know, also, you know, or, or prepare for that. Not, you know, it, it, again, totally. it's all that, that cliche stuff, but know that nothing's going to go smoothly. You know, actually there, there's a thing at the moment around COVID in the UK to say, uh, assume that you've got it, assume that you've got COVID and then act accordingly. So actually in business, yeah. it kind of relates to the same, assume that you're going to have issues and act accordingly, yeah. you know? Yeah. And as I, I, I totally and and um, you know I, I say all that stuff, but it's also still um, amazing. You should do it. Yeah. You know, if you're considering it, you should do it. But but yeah, act act as if you've got COVID. Um, but but you know the, you have this the, the problem with entrepreneurial folk is that you you're optimistic and you know you want to go out there and you know you, and this is the this is just the it's important to surround you yourself with people that can provide balance that can um you know not only in business but in life as well yeah and um and that you can that can call you for for your optimism and, and inject a little bit of reality in there get a board or get an advisory board or get a co-founder that you know really well not someone that you don't know very well right um and and, and things like that and make sure there are people in there that can keep you honest on your journey uh, uh, yeah absolutely and let's talk about balance now the listeners might know this but i in a past life played in the band and that that's how we know each other i was very lucky to be relocated by vodafone uh, and spent 10 years in nz uh, and during that time i played in a band with yourself brendan uh, and i think from a balance perspective you know i i'm retired from from playing music now and I, so i don't have that that uh, kind of balance of work and hobbies i have very few hobbies if at all i might illustrate a little a little bit um, what about yourself? Do you, once you finish work, uh, do you have a hobby that you can, or, you know, or do you recommend to business owners because it is kind of a twenty four seven thing to have yeah. that hobby? Not necessarily family and kids and stuff, but actually something that breaks away from all of that. Is that important to you? To to me, like second time round, this is, that is arguably one of the most important things. I wouldn't start a business anymore without that. So. You know, I go to the gym regularly. I run regularly. I, I spend, I go outdoors. I, I've taken up a few hobbies. I still play music every now and then. I 
get out of the water and do some paddle boarding if I can, you know, do what you can. But I would fact that that needs to be thought of as part of your job. Yeah. You know, I, I for a long time, I told myself that I felt guilty that I was doing these things. And yeah. I was like, you know, but actually it's a better investment in the business that you as the founder are happy and healthy and in it for the long game and can make clear decisions Absolutely. because you're healthy rather than not. You know, the previous startup, I, I did a lot of travel. I spent a lot of time in airplanes and hotels. And, and uh, you know, when I was home, Gary, we were playing gigs yeah. all over the place. And, you know, and it was just wasn't healthier. Um, this is a, you know, I would absolutely advocate for, for keeping balance. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I need to focus more on it. And I, I'm trying to be more self-aware in 2021. Just, you know, I know I can be a bit of a dick. So as long as you're aware that I'm a bit of a dick, then it's okay. You know, you can kind of address those issues. And I know specifically I need to make sure, not that I, I, I don't, you know, if I, if I work 60 hours a week for myself, versus 60 hours a week for somebody else, you get way more back from it, right? But I don't want to have to work those 60 hours. Um, Brendan, yeah. it's been amazing. I'm going to let you go because it's, you know, it looks sunny. Let's catch that sunset before it drops in another couple of hours for you guys. Um, thank you very much. How do people check out the website? Where, 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 can, they, where can they see the tool? Well, if you, if you go to um, ada.ai, so that's A-I-D-E-R dot A-I, Brilliant. That's our website. Um, sign up and follow us there. We, we're on social as well um, and all of the main um, platforms. So follow us there as well. Unfortunately, not available in the UK, but we will be there pretty soon. So cool. very keen. Get amongst it. Um, just sign up and we'll be in touch. Brendan, thanks very much for your time. Listeners, thank you for listening. Hopefully we've helped you get over some challenges, specifically around in this episode around investment, I think, uh, and getting that balance. Uh, you can listen to all the other episodes on businessownersclub.co. Thanks very much for listening. We'll catch you later. Peace. Peace.